Welcome to the Life Central Bikers Church Podcast. We trust that this message will speak into your life. Father God, thank you for this morning. Lord. Thank you that we can come before you and, and worship you, Lord. Lord, thank you that we can know that with you, Lord, there's so much that's possible, Lord. Thank you for your love, Lord. Thank you for your grace. We praise you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you to the band. As they were, were singing, I just felt it laid on my heart, and I'm not sure for, for who it is, but... There's uh, someone here who you, you're struggling with with something, going through a tough time, maybe, but you're feeling alone. Maybe it's something you haven't told anyone about. Maybe it's something you're ashamed of, but you're feeling alone. And I just feel, you know, God laying on my heart that, that you need to hear that you're not alone. And God sees what you're facing. He knows what you're going through. Just keep honoring Him. Take it one day at a time. Just keep honoring Him. He sees your faithfulness and He'll honor you for that. See, I don't know for who that is. It's felt I had to, to share that. Now, this week we, we had a bit of a, of a chilly week. But if you want to experience warmth on a level not experienced that often, then be here Friday for praise and worship and experience the warmth when we worship Jesus. I look forward to be with you on Friday. Now, this morning's message, the title, A Call to S. There's a lot of words in the English language that starts with a letter S. So, I don't know, maybe you go home this morning with a very interesting story to tell of what you've heard in church this morning. Don't know what word you're thinking of, starting with S, but let me fill in the blank for you this morning. The title is A Call to Serve. Now, growing up, my dad often worked away from, from home, and that left my mom, who worked full-time as well, to tend to things at home. And so from an early age, my parents taught me and my sister that for, for us being members of, of this family of ours, in this household, we serve. And so for the household to run smoothly, every member of the family had to pull his or her weight. Now, like all other kids our age, we didn't like doing, doing chores. You would delay or postpone and until your parent starts with one, two, and then around about two and a quarter, you jump up and you get busy. But... Um, in the process, we were taught some valuable life skills, and a character of serving was, was cultivated in us. 
So by the time I hit high school, I could iron my own clothes. I could do some, some cooking, help with cleaning some, some stuff at home. I could service me and my sister's bicycles. I could even service the family car. And do a whole heap of other DIY stuff, basic stuff. And my parents also taught us that if you don't know how to do something, then you ask for help. Then you observe, you ask questions, and you learn. Now, when we call ourselves followers of Jesus, we, we're part of a, a family of faith. We, we're part of a church family. We're part of the family of believers. And so one of the things that needs to be evident in our lives is an attitude of serving. Now, often when we talk about serving, we think of serving in our communities, serving uh, those in need and, and tending to our fellow believers, but we don't spend as much time on what it means to serve within our local church. Now, when we spend time in, in the Word, we see that, that God has given each of us at least one gift to use in, in, in service of the body of Christ. And we read in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10 to 11, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself was speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. All glory and power to him forever and ever. Amen. The Message Bible puts it, puts it beautifully. It says, be generous with the different things God gave you. Passing them around so all get, on, get in on it. If words, let it be God's words. If help, let it be God's hearty help. That way, God's bright presence will be evident in everything through Jesus. And he'll get all the credit as the one mighty in everything on call to the end of time. Oh, yes. Now, here's the thing. We don't need to know what our gift is before we get involved in church. It, it's often as we serve in church that, that we discover our gifts. Now, just to be clear, there, there is a, a difference in, you know, between the body of Christ and the local church you call home. However, there's no difference in, in how we as believers ought to use those gifts that God has given us. Because serving is a 24-7 is a lifestyle. It's not a, a Sunday-only session. And as much as all Jesus followers should serve outside the church walls, we should also be of service within the church. Now, 
When we look at Romans chapter 12, depending on what translation you're reading from, your Bible might have the heading there, a living sacrifice to God. Now, the Apostle Paul touches on a lot of things in this chapter, but when taken together and, and looked at in context, I think we can say that Paul touches on, on the practicalities of being a Jesus follower. He touches on the practicalities of being a living sacrifice to God. Because if, if we say that we follow Jesus, then it needs to be practically visible in our everyday lives. Otherwise, what's the evidence of you being a Jesus follower? And so, in essence, Paul says in, in Romans chapter 12 that as temples of, of God, our bodies being the temple, we need to be of service. We need to change our thinking. We need to be humble. We each have a very specific role to play. We each have gifts that we need to use to His glory. We need to really love people. We need to be patient. And we need to live in harmony and don't take revenge. Now, there's, there's so much more richness in this chapter. I've, I've barely touched the tip of the iceberg here. But to latch on to what we've read in, in 1 Peter chapter 4, I want to read Romans 12 from verse 5 with you, where, where God speaks about the gifts that, that He's given us and how we ought to use it for His glory. Because I, I do believe that as much as each of these gifts have, have a very spiritual side, a very spiritual meaning, they also have a very practical side. And so I want to read from the Message Bible, because it just, it, it, it puts it in layman's terms for me. It says, so since we find ourselves fashioned into all these excellently formed and marvelously functioning parts in Christ's body, let's just go ahead and be what we were made to be without enviously or pridefully comparing ourselves with each other or trying to be something we're not. If you preach, just preach God's message, nothing else. If you help, just help, don't take over. If you teach, stick to your teaching. If you give encouraging guidance, be careful you don't get bossy. If you're put in charge, don't manipulate. If you are called to give aid to people in distress, keep your eyes open and be quick to respond. If you work with the disadvantaged, don't let yourself get irritated with them or depressed by them. Keep a smile on your face. Now, maybe this morning is the first time you're hearing about these, these gifts. Maybe 
Maybe you find yourself in a space where you don't even know what your gift is. Maybe you, you're in the process of discovering what your gift is, or you're on this, this journey of finding out what your gift is. And while you're on this journey of discovering, or, or maybe you're in a space where you don't know what your gift is, instead of doing nothing, why not get involved and start to serve? It's much better to serve somewhere than, than nowhere. It's often the, the discovery is in the doing. So when we serve in church, we, we discover what we're good at. You discover what you have a, a heart for, a passion for. You discover what you love to do. And, and, and in that, so often, that gift of yours is revealed. Now, we, we should not come to church you know, only to receive the message and then head home again and and that's about it. That, that's what church is for you. Why not be someone who, who come to church and, and give, a, give a contribution, a contribution of, of your time? We each have something that we're good at and we have a passion for. Live it out here in church. Come and serve. At this church, like at all other churches, we need volunteers. And so maybe, maybe today you might ask, well, where do you need volunteers? Where, where is it that you need people to help? Now, after the service, we've got a list there at our info desk of all the different departments where you can, you can serve. So why not be, be bold, step out of your comfort zone and, and sign up, get involved somewhere. You'll be surprised how God uses you when you serve. Maybe, maybe you, you have a trade or a specific talent and you don't, you don't have a department there that, that you, that you want to sign up for, but there's, there's something maybe in your line of business, uh, in something that you, that you do in your trade that, that you can offer and, and, and give, your, give your time and maybe help us do something, something better. We can all learn from each other. Now, a family runs well when every member of the family pulls his weight. So for the, for the parents, you know that if you're the only one that, that needs to clean and cook and iron the clothes and all of that, it takes a lot of time and you don't have time for all the other things. But maybe if, if the husband comes next, next to you and he says, no, I'll, I'll do the dishes. I'll make sure the kids get, get cleaned. That's some stuff maybe the wife doesn't have to do and all of a sudden there's time for intimate conversation. As the kids get older, they learn to 
clean their own rooms. Maybe you teach them to, to iron their own clothes. That frees up more time. And so as each and every member of the family starts to pull his weight, everything runs better. Same goes for church. The more volunteers, the more people who jump in and says, maybe I want to join the band or I want to help out at the sound desk. The more people that help, the better things run. So, why not be someone who constructively contributes to the church family? Be part of the team that that builds, you know, be, be part of the team that says, I'm here, how can I be of service? Be part of the team that desire to see the church grow in every way it can. Now, there's this couple in the Old Testament that uh, they had to flee Rome. And then you can, you can go read about it, but wherever they ended up, they embraced where God planted them. Now, this couple for me is, is probably one of the best examples of, as a, of, of serving in the early church. And this is a couple by the name of Priscilla and Aquila. And we read about them in the New Testament, and, and you can find a bit about their story in Romans chapter 16, Acts chapter 18, and 1 Corinthians chapter 16. Now we see that, that through their tent-making trade, some, some speculate that, that their trade was in leather, but, but nonetheless, through doing what they were good at, doing their, their trade, they were able to give to the church in more than one way. And so we see that, that this couple, that they were humble, they showed great hospitality and kindness, they worked hard, and we see that, that even because they had great theological knowledge, they were even able to help Apollos in his teaching. And we read about that in Acts chapter 18 from verse 24. They were instrumental in planting a church. They had a desire to, to build people in faith and to see the early church grow. Now, each of us here today, we have a story of, of how we got here today. For those of us who, who call this church home, you have a story of how you got to the point where you call this church home. Embrace where God has planted you, just like Priscilla and Aquila. They embraced where God planted them. And be of service. A while ago, I saw this acronym for, for team. It says, together, everyone achieves more. And I think as you, as you study your Bible, you will discover that there's a lot of passages talking about teamwork, talking about working together. 
us as humans, we're able to do so much more for God when we work together. In, in reality, we know that there's always more needs than, than willing hands. That goes for reaching the lost, and that goes for needing people to serve in church. This was true in Jesus' time, and it's still very true today. Matthew 9 verse 37 says, The harvest is great, but the workers are few. I mean, imagine a church where, where everyone who calls it home serves in one or other capacity throughout the year. That will be pretty amazing. In Galatians 5 verse 13, that, that last part, it says, serve one another humbly in love. Now serving in church can, can take on many forms. It can be you preparing a meal for someone who's sick. Maybe there's, there's someone you haven't seen here in a while. So serving in church could be you giving that person a call and just checking in. Serving in church could be you arriving a bit earlier yeah, on a Sunday to, to ask what you can help to get ready. It can be you passing through here yeah, during the week and ask, is there anything that I can help with? Serving in church can be, can be you coming alongside someone here today and say, hey, uh, I see you're a bit off. Are you okay? Can I help you? Now as Christians, we can get busy with, with serving. But it's important that we don't forget that the important part of serving is that we need to have a love for people. We need to have a love for people in seeing them discovering Jesus and His love for them. We need to have a love for seeing the church grow. As we go about serving God and others, we need to do so with humility and brotherly love. Philippians 2 verse 1 to 4 puts it this way. Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? Any comfort from His love? any fellowship together in the Spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other and loving one another and working together with one mind and purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. Now, as much as we as Jesus followers were called to not only say yes to Jesus, but also spread the good news of salvation in him to those around us, so are we also called to not only come to church to receive, 
but also come to church to serve. See, the day you said yes to Jesus, you said yes to serving. See, we can't follow Jesus, the ultimate servant leader, and then we ourselves don't serve. See, folk, part of being a Jesus follower Okay, we're good to go. Thank you, Tians. Yeah, so this happens if Eskom is a bit early. But like in everything in, in life, God's not surprised when thing, things catches us of God. So um, just to repeat that part of being a Jesus follower is to be someone who serves. This means serving beyond the church walls as well as within. See, make it a matter of prayer and, and ask God, where is it that He needs you to serve? Speaking to the religious leaders of the day, Jesus said the following in Matthew 23 verse 11, The greatest amongst you must be a servant. The Message Bible puts it this way, do you want to stand out? Then step down. Be a servant. If you puff yourself up, you'll get the wind knocked out of you. We see also that when Jesus' disciples had this argument about who amongst them are the greatest, that, that Jesus had these impactful response when he said to them whoever wants to be first must take the last place and be the servant of everyone else now i'm excited about the future of this church see we're not we're not leading trying not to fail we're leading in faith to succeed we want to honor god we're thinking big because he's a big god and so we trust Him for multiplication, not only in the number of people attending church, but most important in the number of people who says yes to Jesus, who gets to know Him. Amen. Now, after hearing about serving this, this morning, what will, what will your next step be? Maybe, maybe you need to ask yourself, how can I practically serve where can I get involved maybe maybe you don't know how to get involved here in church but God's been laying something on your heart you've been postponing and, and, and delaying but God's been laying something on your heart maybe it's it's asking a question Maybe it's stepping out of your comfort zone and, and just doing something. That thing that, that the Holy Spirit's been pressing on your heart for, for so long. Move in obedience and be amazed at how God uses you. 
Maybe for you, the first step this morning is to get connected. Because if you're honest with yourself, other than coming to church on a Sunday, and then during the week at work, family and friends, you're not really connected anywhere else with regards to church. So maybe this morning your first step might be to get involved in a life group. So come chat to us and, and we'll help you get connected to a life group. Or maybe, maybe this morning you haven't given serving in church much thought until today. Or maybe, maybe you, you're sitting here and say, well, I don't know where I'm going to find the time to serve in church. That's you this morning. I want to encourage you to, to spend some time in prayer and ask God, where is it that He needs you to serve? I want to leave you with the following this morning. May God encourage you to be bold for Him. Provoke you to be active in church. Awaken in you a love for people. Stir in you a passion for growth and inspire in you, inspire you to have a servant heart. Let's close our eyes in prayer. Father God, thank you that we can only, we need only to look at you, Lord, to see what, what serving looks like, Lord. You've set the perfect example when it comes to serving, Lord. Lord, you don't expect anything from us that you haven't done yourself. Lord, you've, you've said in your word that, that your church will, will grow no matter what. So the reality is we, we need people, Lord. We need people to grow church. Not the specific building, Lord, but the community of believers. And I pray that, that, that you would stir in us a passion to see people to get to a place where they know you, Lord passion in us to see people serve you in the way you've called them to serve. Lord, your word says that, that people will know that we follow you in the way that we love one another, Lord. Part of loving each other, serving each other. And I pray that you would lead us in that, Lord. Show us where it is that you need us to serve. Lord, I pray your, your blessing over everyone here today, Lord. I pray that you would take us home safely. And I pray that tonight that we'll have a good night's rest, Lord. Wake up refreshed like only you can refresh us. That we're ready for the week that lies ahead. And we pray for this in Jesus' name. Amen.
Thank you for listening to the Life Central Bikers Church podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Look us up on Facebook, Instagram, or visit our website at lifecentralchurch.org.za and get in touch.